Welcome to Furcast episode 377. I'm your host, Paradox Redwolf. I'm your Tiger Maruski. We have a heated debate of jello, jam, and marmalade. And preserves, and yeah. And I'm your host, Pharaoh. <laughs> Our pre show is very. Um, I don't uh, want any jello, jam, or blueberry jelly. I'm just not in the mood for any of it. I don't care what you call it or from what region. I'm just not in the mood for jam right now. Oh, then there's apple butter. <laughs> what the fuck is apple butter? <laughs> An apple jam. <laughs> Welcome to Furcast, episode 377. Uh, so, let's see what announcements we have. Nothing. There's really nothing going on. But we're going to do a show anyway. I should mention, though, uh, before we jump into our roundup, that there is no... Well, there's no... apple butter versus apple jelly. <laughs> <laughs> there's no show next week, um, because I'm going to be uh, very riskily visiting a few people to help produce uh, Virtual Anthrocon, which I'll talk about more in the roundup. Um, but there's going to be no show because it's going to be happening at the same time as our show, and um, we also it's just going to be a really busy time. Why don't you so. tell them to change it? Because it's when Anthrocon would have happened? And tell them to change it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's not like they have any hotel contracts that they have I know. to uh, fulfill, right? You know? We have an existing contract to be on every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have an existing contract this year. <laughs> Speaking of our contract to be on every Saturday, Furcast is sponsored by TwinTailCreations.com. You can check them out, TwinTailCreations.com. And we also have coupon codes where you can save 15% on their adult silicone products. Uh, and uh, they've got all kinds of stuff on there. They are shipping during the COVID crisis, and we will talk about them more later you, on Do you have my show. footage yet? I, I told you to remind me at the end of the last show, and you never did. So I, I'm think gonna, I, gonna, I think I'm I gonna, did. I'm going to put that one on you. I think I reminded you. <laughs> I'm remember. pretty sure I reminded you. Not after the show. I don't think you did. I you at the end of the show. I mean, I also forgot to even render for cast after the show, which is why it took so many days to post, because I had to render it a couple days later. But anyway. I demand my dual-wielding dicks. I will I will <laughs> render them after the show. Um, I want to know how many shows <laughs> that you've said that. I don't know. Somebody will count. <laughs> um, I want my dual-wielding dick footage. All right, before we jump into the news roundup. Um, it is a rarity. Anything else to mention? Yes. Nico, Nico is uh, visiting. Well, he's at a family member's house who's out of town dog sitting, so that's why Nico's not here. And Areo, I don't know where Areo is. He's probably grazing in a field somewhere because he's a bull. Um, the... EU just banned uh, all U.S. travel. I thought they had already... Done... Oh, no, that was right. It was a... They were thinking about it. Oh. Except to EU did. citizens, I assume. I'm assuming there's a quarantine. Yeah, probably like all, a 14-day quarantine. All Americans. I think Canada's going to be next. Well, Maruski's probably going back to Canada next week. Cause... I don't know. Well, uh, he's a dual citizen, um, but he has to quarantine for two weeks in order to go back. Yeah, so... I, well, I have to quarantine myself in Canada. Yeah. Once you get there, so I'll give you a hug goodbye, and I won't see you for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but oh well, it's the right thing to do, you know, for yeah. that. But yeah. Um. All right, let's jump in and get our new stuff out of the way. Um, we might do a shorter show tonight, guys, because there's really not much going on. We got the roundup, but I don't think there's too many other stories, so we'll kind of see how far we go tonight. I changed that. Oh, you did? Did you find stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. All right. 
Welcome to the Roundup. The Roundup is the segment where we throw a bunch of links at you that you can check out on your own after the show when we post the episode. It usually takes a few days. It is basically our rapid-fire news segment, and we're going to run through a bunch of stuff that might be relevant to you or should be relevant to you or hopefully is relevant to you. I usually try to pick things that are, like, you know, furry-related and stuff like that. Anyway, Roundup. First thing in the Roundup, Virtual Anthrocon. Livestream will be right around the 4th of July weekend. I believe it starts the day before that. It's a Not terrible weekend sure. to have it. Uh, but we'll have a final date next week or so for everybody. Submissions are on as well for a fursuit dance comp. So there's going to be a virtual fursuit dance comp. Um, I don't think that one's happening on the 4th. Um, I, I could technically look in the staff chat for the schedule, but I, I just don't have it pulled up right now. But anyway, stay tuned to Anthrocon's Twitter because it's, it also might be changing at do, any do moment. You have to compete? What? With what? The virtual dance comp. Do I have to compete? No. Is there like an AI that judges now? <laughs> no, we're going to have judges. The, the dance comps are going to be pre-recorded, but I think the judges are going to be live. I think is how we're doing it. I'm not 100% sure. Um, next, the fandom, the film about the furry fandom by Ash Coyote, um, as well as uh, Chip and also Ash uh, Furry Filmmaker on Twitter. So it's literally Ash and Ash. And by the way, their production company is called Ashes to Ashes. Worst dust to dust. <laughs> Anyway, can we make a company called Ash Dust and Ash then team up with them? The, the two different people named Ash are making a film called The Fandom and your sponsors Ashes and Ashes and Dust to Dust. It is going to be out uh, and collaborative can, effort. You can stream it for free on YouTube July 3rd. Um, and we've got an article from Flayraw about that as well, uh, we including a link to the their show? trailer. Like, and then we've also got a uh, link on YouTube to the full thing um, where, where it's going to premiere in five days. So you can actually just watch it right on YouTube. So we'll have that link in the roundup hey. so people can check it out. Hey, huh? why don't we just, like, stream it? Because that's July 3rd. Okay. So I, I don't understand what you're saying. Just stream it as the Furcast episode, the fandom. I'm not going to be here. And isn't that technically taking away their... Yeah, I'd rather... Yeah, views. <laughs> yeah, especially considering they're uh, they're trying to get on like uh, Netflix and stuff like that. So they already have Netflix. I don't know. Release. I'm pretty sure. I think so. I have not seen that confirmed anywhere. Anyway, um, speaking of, uh, if you are interested in purchasing a physical copy of it, um, which I'm sure people after they see it probably will, um, they have a website uh, on store. I think it's thefandomfilm.com. I want to see this movie. Um, but they don't ship internationally. However, you can get a Blu-ray copy that does ship internationally on Etsy. Um, it's $14.99 for the Blu-ray pre-order. So you guys can check that out. Next, John Oliver uh, featured furry porn on his show because, of course, he did. Hey, hashtag white lives matter racists. Look at my fursona's knotted ottercock. Thanks, smiley face. Which is excellent. Hey, <laughs> so uh, that was in reference to people trying to kind of flood all of the like white supremacist shit that was on social media with irrelevant things to try to just make it impossible so to is use. That furry? Uh, is that... We'll find out in a second. But so John Oliver showed the art piece and you can see the Twitter account is uh, Radiant Otter on Twitter, which I believe is now a locked account. Um, and we actually have um the tweet on uh, archive.org because i believe the account went locked uh, originally but this was the tweet here oh hey. i wonder why yeah um they then turned around and wrote a piece on um furry irl on reddit saying my fursona's dick was literally on national television <laughs> um and it basically just goes through 
all of the stress that they went through. Um, apparently, uh, they did not know that this was going to happen. They had no warning of it, um, which, by the way, is pretty typical because it is on public Twitter. Um, and they're just showing it, and they're also showing the source and everything, it sort of constitutes fair use also because of the format of that show. Um, so that's very common that a lot of times, you know, um, for something, some, for inclusion like that, they generally won't reach out in that way. Um, it's not like when you have a video on your Twitter and, you know, CNN wants to use it in an article or something like that. It's, it's not quite the same thing. Because it is a commentary, it meets fair use. But either way, they w- had no warning and they were... Oh, I'm sorry that your treat went viral and you had no warning. Um, well, they were pretty freaked out because they got a lot of flack initially. Um, but uh, they actually feel pretty good about it overall um, because... Eventually, you know, positive people came out of the woodwork and thought it was awesome. And it was also really cool to see the fandom portrayed positively with porn, which is pretty cool because most of the time you can't get away with that. So I guess thanks, John Oliver, for doing that. Because our porn was fighting racism. Yeah, because our porn was fighting racism. (laughs) But anyway, next, furry migration uh, had to bump to next year. So, needless to say, they've rescheduled for next year. (laughs) Great ad, though. So, it's rescheduled for September 2021. Um, For anybody going there. Yeah, pretty much no cons are happening this year. Yeah, pretty much. Anyone who thinks that there's a con happening this year, sorry to bust your bubble, but, um, yeah. Speaking of which, October is not gonna. That's it's not it's not it's not happening. Speaking now, of which, now the U.S. now the, the, the yeah highest amount of yeah, COVID yeah. Fervana also per canceled. With much disappointment, we have to announce that we are postponing Fervana 2020. Um, so they've confirmed that Fervana 2021 is a go for September. Also September. I mean, it's kind of nice that we're in the only state that took this seriously. Yeah, I uh, mean. We are in one of the few states where the COVID cases are actually going down, and we, I believe we're lower than when we first started lockdown. We had, uh, we're I think, doing pretty good. I think yesterday was three deaths. Like, that was it. In the, the entire, entire state. state. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So, we, yeah, as much uh, as yeah. our New York governor is kind of, he's got his issues, uh, he did a good job he's about a good lockdown. Dad. He's a good dad. Yeah. Daddy Cuomo. <laughs> Daddy Cuomo. <laughs> Um, so we mentioned this previously uh, on a roundup that Telegram is going to be adding secure video calls. Um, they have uh, more than 400 million active users now. Now, this article is uh, from back in April. Um, but the reason I'm mentioning it again now is because uh, the beta releases of Telegram, which uh, I've got a few friends. It's very convenient, the, you know, to like, compete with Zoom and, you know, be a, since you're like, the major platform that, uh, you know, that's has the idea. Like, 400 million on the subscribers that you would just make an ability to like a video group chat, like, because you already have video calling, and it's like, imagine just adding more <laughs> to those calls that already exist, and then you wouldn't have a sketchy company like Zoom for all your meetings. To be fair. But you could also make, like, a secondary Twitter or Telegram, because, you know, like, you can have alternate accounts now, too. Yeah. So, like, they, you could have a business account. Yeah. For your Telegram. And okay. Like, uh, things could actually have... Uh, yeah. yeah. Except know. that uh, to make an alternate Telegram account, you need an alternate phone number, which not everybody knows how to do that easily. Well, people have worked phone numbers. Also, in my opinion, Telegram is 
maybe not equally as sketchy as Zoom, but is definitely sketchy. I like in ter- if we're gonna. It depends on what your threat model is, obviously. But if we're gonna talk about like the encryption and stuff like that, it's like mm, I don't know. Mm. And Zoom has also done a lot to improve their image by deploying like an encryption to everybody. But no, they 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 changed that. They changed the pay to encrypt. They changed that. Um, which again, like, does that make them look good? The fact that they had to change it, no. Um, but Telegram's also had their own sketchy issues. So I miss Skype. I hate Skype. I miss old it's Skype. Good. Yeah, old Skype. I miss is good. old Skype, not this new bullshit Skype. Old Skype was nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Telegram is adding that. Uh, I'm not sure about other apps like Signal and Wire and um, Matrix. I don't believe Matrix has any video calling. Um, but either way, uh, the reason I'm mentioning it now is because the beta versions of Telegram that are out, um, which a few of my friends are part of the beta, uh, Telegram beta program, uh, it is actually um, available there. And one of the ways that they can tell is uh, by going into the diagnostic menu. By the way, uh, fun fact on iOS, uh, I'm going to hold a phone up here. I'm going to hold it slightly sideways because I don't want people to be able to read stuff. Uh, on iOS, at least, I don't know about other platforms, if you tap settings down uh, here, if you just keep tapping settings... It goes into a secret menu, uh, which is a secret diagnostic menu that lets you do all kinds of interesting things. And I just realized I probably could have just streamed the phone, uh, the screen of my phone onto the video feed, but oh well. Um, I think you have to tap settings. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, yep, 12. So you just literally just keep tapping settings on iOS. Um, Are you sure it's 12? Can you try again? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, yep, 12. I think you went too fast, but I think it was 11. Anyway, you tap settings a bunch of time on iOS. I'm not sure about Android if Android has a, a diagnostic menu. For... You know how that spreads real fast. Yeah. It's 11 <laughs> instead of 12. People try it exactly 11 times, then it doesn't work, and they're like, oh, you lied. Anyway. I wish the grouping worked well so you didn't have to have the all group, though, so you can just have like separate groups when you look in your Telegram. Um, I mean, you can do folders. Have you yeah, tried that? Yeah, I mean, folders, but like not having the all folder. Like you could, as you take away from the all, it like. Oh. So you know how which where things are organized into. Yeah, that you might be able to suggest it to them. They have like a uh, help chat. Like uh, they take suggestions from people all the time, or their Twitter too. They're pretty good at Twitter at replying. But I don't know. I I don't actually use any of the. I don't even archive chats. I'm pretty like I'm the type of person where like if I can't keep up with the group, I leave. <laughs> Basically. Which is unfortunate because it means I can't be in some groups that are probably cool, but... Yeah, merge through chat, you join it, you, you get like 2,000 messages every hour. It's like, uh... Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, there's definitely chats where like I do just kind of scroll past a lot of the stuff where I swipe yeah. to mark as red. But like, but, you know... But hear me it's... out. Because like, let's say your friend messages you, yeah, your close friend or someone who is important to you, and like those merge or group chat or like other group chat just takes over, and it takes... A takes the message away from you. Yeah. Just at, uh, it will, yeah, just at the person. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, next, uh, I have no reason to shout this out other than that I just thought it was kind of cool. Um, this artist drew a thing called Ampwave, uh, which is a new species that is going to remind you a lot of protogens, um, but it is essentially like the whole speaker Based sound-based creatures, I guess, uh, which is kind of neat, and I thought I would just kind of shout it out because oh god, it's a nightmare. Protogens need competition. No, all I can think of just furries with boomboxes, but now like the fursuit has just tons and tons of speakers all over it. What's like, What's funny is the few fursuiters that I know that have speakers all over them don't make any sound. 
Like, they can it, make yeah. sound. They just choose not to. They just choose not to. Well, I think they're sound based. Maybe they receive. Maybe they're microphones. Maybe they're spying on you. Did you ever think about that? Maybe that's what we have to worry about. But anyway, I it's don't like uh, the connector tail. It's at Slumber Yote on uh, on Twitter. Thanks for using. Is that 3. a TRS jack? Meter. I think what bothers me is that it looks like it's just a TS jack, which means it's unbalanced audio. I'm not happy with that. Yeah, that's what it bothers me a lot. You got to have a TRS jack. You want to do it right, or an XLR connector though. That would especially if you've evolved that far. I mean, I don't yeah. think you'd have that kind of. Jack. I feel like you would. I feel like you would evolve a balanced audio connector, not an unbalanced audio connector. Anyway, next, an article from thestranger.com that was making rounds. I think it would this week. To read this one. Uh, yeah, actually, maybe we should read this one. It says, "Can you be? Can being a furry protect you from coronavirus?" And they actually name dropped yes. a furry uh, who is uh, who actually works for one of the companies that is developing a coronavirus vaccine or trying to develop a coronavirus vaccine. So it's an interesting article. Maybe we'll, we'll read it in a little bit. And then finally, last thing in the roundup, um, we've been shouting out various uh, kind of online events and uh, and virtual like furry conventions that are happening. Um, this is another one that was pointed out to me by some people, uh, and it's called Nonstop Dot World. Um, and it, I believe, is a virtual Minecraft-based event um, that's going to be taking place. And uh, apparently it's the second one. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about who is running it. Uh, well, except for, I guess, all these names that are popping up on the screen right now. <laughs> I guess that's all of them. It's a lot of names. Oh, tech Okay. Or those who cannot afford the VR system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, Nas Hyena and TechFox. Uh, worth mentioning, by the way, since some people don't seem to know this, you can play VR chat without a VR headset. It's obviously not as immersive. It's obviously maybe not as fun and maybe not to the point of the game. But you can play VR chat just like a normal computer so like game. Life. Like just, yeah. Um, basically like Second Life, if you want to, to participate with people. So like, because every once in a while I hear people that are like, I wish I could play VR chat, but I don't have a VR system. It's like, if you just want to go in and like audio chat with people... And like look around, you can do that. But I just want to invest in a new VR system since I have the fucking original, like after launch date. So that's the end of the roundup. I don't feel like spending a thousand dollars over, and and then you got to get trackers for each of your limb. That bad. You only need them for your feet. You already have your hands. Oh, what about your waist? Oh, true. I think you have to do your waist and yeah, then your feet. Yeah, waist is pretty important because, like, if you're if you're doing like any. I think Linus tech tips end up doing that. That two doesn't work. You need three, but then you also need another space station. Uh, uh. you also don't need full body tracking. I mean, personally, especially with something like VR chat, I would get into it at a basic level I first. Get VR like bought full body tracking for just VR chat. I'd get full body tracking for other shit. Yeah, other games and stuff like that. What other games use full body tracking? Like, are there like can you like kick stuff in a game or something like that? I haven't researched all the games that use full body. I mean, it's mm. gonna be a lot more in the next year or so. Yeah. Then you have the taste one. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't kept up with the VR stuff in a while. Although a lot of my friends are into VR chat. They're actually. Oh, by the way, since a couple people also asked, um. 
There is, I believe, going to be a VR chat component to Virtual Anthrocon. Um, I know there's going to be like a space, and I think Fur is running it. They actually have like a virtual, like it's literally Anthrocon's convention center, but made in VR chat. I don't know the details, but I'm sure it'll be announced. Um, but that's not the whole thing. Most of it is going to be just like a live stream with fursuits dancing and stuff like that. So um, you don't have to have VR chat or be a gamer to enjoy Virtual Anthrocon. Yeah. Gamer. 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 Never heard that joke before. Er. Anyway. Um, I forgot to like, the article that we've yeah, the leveled furry. up. We've uh, leveled up to, you know. You know. Huh? Oh, are you going to read that? Oh, we could read that. I'm good. I, kinda... I just wanted to say that we leveled up, you know. Like, we finally got, like, reached, like, true crime <laughs> in the furry fandom. Hmm. I, uh, I, we had talked about that in the roundup the last two weeks, and I just didn't, I don't know. If people are interested in this, let us know, because we can possibly, like, talk to Boozy about it, too, but the, the article that we're about to talk about. We'll see. Anyway, uh, actual furry news, apparently. You know what really grinds my gears? Money laundering. Money laundering. <laughs> We've now updated to crimes. Divi- you need like a furry crimes division. Instead of anime crime, you've seen anime crimes division, right? Yes. On YouTube, it's so good. I love anime crimes division. It's now not a woos that are being fined, it's actually like criminal theft. <laughs> yeah. This is serious, guys. <laughs> these were these were charity awoos. Capital management problems cause closure of Capital City for Cotton. Can we just can, can we just mention really fast that capital is such a weird word? They they took a lot of capital out of the uh, charity. Yeah. Um, let me see. I feel like it was in this chat. Hold on. Somebody mentioned it. Here it is. So by the way. Shout out to Tanneru, who, who said wrote this, this too. Who said this? Whatever. Yeah. Who wrote that? Um, said, uh, "It's times like these that I realize Capital has so many diverse and seemingly unrelated meetings. What's up with that? The man was arrested for capital murder in the Capital Day when they tried to liquidate their capital in a plan that was not quite so capital. <laughs> capital T. <laughs> Thanks, Tanneru, for that. We got to have Tanneru on the show once COVID isn't a thing." COVID will never not be a thing now, because the U.S., we're in the dumb timeline. I don't know, maybe all those people will, uh... We're in the dumb timeline. Yeah, we are in the dumb timeline, but... There was a college uh, humor episode on that. Oh, I don't want to watch it. I've had enough trauma just from going to NPR.org. So, all of you uh, international viewers, um... Yeah. U.S. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing so hot. Well, uh, our state is fine <laughs> for now. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so here, here's the map, by the way. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so on on screen, really quick, just so everybody can uh. see. 
So if you see an orange state, that means it's up by 100% or more. And if you see a bluish state, that means it's down anywhere from 50 to 100. So you notice New York is right here. We're kind of okay. We're starting is, to go down. This is two weeks ago, so it's even, it's lower. Yeah, th it's, this one now is, this almost... is out of date, yeah. Uh, or no, this was yesterday. Yeah, it's fine. New, new daily cases versus two weeks ago. And then the data is as of yesterday. I think it's being automatically updated. Yeah. Because oh. there's a difference um, in some database. Yeah. They're saying up, up, or down By compared two to... Yeah, two weeks. Uh, uh, and so as like, you can see... Um, <laughs> The mm. Tri-City uh. area did a good job, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's why Canada wants to keep their borders closed. Hey, man, Puerto Rico's doing pretty good. Uh. Connecticut's doing pretty good. Yeah. And uh, the overall rate, uh, let me oh. see if I can find it. Mm. Um, yeah, so New York, you can see that we're past our, uh, our little peak here. But uh, the other states are not doing oh. good. To, uh, cases per 100,000 people. Oh, that's a good way to Yeah. Hmm. Uh, try Florida. Try Florida. Let's see. Where? Oh, Florida, man. Uh, oh, there it is. Speaking up. Yeah, it's going up. I'll start going through all these. Anyway. Anyway, continuing yeah, the article. Yeah, we haven't... Uh, so, this isn't... This isn't the peak of all those states. And uh, just, just, just international viewers, um, they, they just decided to reclose. <laughs> like, yesterday, a lot of these. And it, it takes like two weeks to a month to, uh, to show. So, um, yeah. 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 Anyway. There's no U.S. cons this year. No, no, no. <laughs> 2020. Capital City Furcon is closed. Any future gatherings at its premiere in January 2020 due to financial management. Staffers came forward to discuss the issues caused by the chair's financial... Maleficence, and uh, guests are reported that the honored guests who were promised compensation were uh, also left out in the cold. Uh, the greatest grievance, though, is that the alleged that the charity they were raising money for, the ALS Association, also were not given any of their money. ALS has gained infamy in the fandom due to the disease depicted the late Tony Barrett, uh, Dog Bomb, and many conventions over the year have been raising money towards the research to find a cure since. Here, here's the graph that went viral, by the way. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that that tweet though, it is impossible to express through words, actions, or any form of media the level of disdain and disgust I feel towards this country. Yeah, oh, and it is per million people, so it's this actually is per reflective million. of like yeah. each you know, country size. So it's actually reflective of per capita. Uh, also, and then uh, shout out to Cinder Kali who tweeted, everyone called us healthcare workers, heroes, and praised us, but refused to wear a mask for social distance, could have saved us all the trouble and flipped us off instead, would have saved time and energy. Wow. Yep. Isn't it an asshole if I say, like, before people went in to uh, get medical care, they were like, did you wear a mask when warned? And they just vote no. They go to the back of the line. 
kind of kind of your own fault. I mean, I don't mean to be negative, but it's like if you if you buy a gun and then shoot your own leg off, legs off, <laughs> not just one. Just yeah. United States. <laughs> We're number one. We're number one. We're number one in COVID cases, guys. <laughs> I should get tested. I think Brazil's not doing too oh, good yeah, right now either. Doing... Yeah. Yeah, but that's true. They also aren't a like completely first world country, and uh, you know, don't have a uh, you know stable government. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, more hospitals that you can. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're not political experts, so we should move on. <laughs> Just. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's move on. I, 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 don't, I am. Just. It hurts. More information can be seen on the Global Furry Television coverage on the below video, which is transcribed below. There's a global. Yeah, it's a YouTube channel. We've shot it out before, I believe. How long ago? A while ago. It was one of the YouTube channels who shot it out. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You know, there was a global furry television program. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was another thing we forgot to round up. Did you see the billboard for Pride? Oh, yeah, what the fuck? I totally missed... I'm sorry. I, I actually should have had that in my roundup. I just never opened it. Um... I'll put it in the roundup later, though. Uh, but if we go to breaking, if news. you go to uh, London Furs Twitter account, uh, they were uh, furries were celebrated on Pride. Uh, let me find it here. Let me find their official tweet. Was it this one? Here we go. Here's the actual London Furs tweet. Um, and yeah, awesome stuff. They were uh, featured on a giant billboard. It's that lion. Yeah. What's that lion's name? I forgot his name. The Dare Lion. <laughs> I want to say it's Tamari. I forget their name, though. Yeah. <laughs> the Dare Lion. <laughs> but yeah, uh, London Furs and Piccadilly Circus. Um, and it's uh, Pride in London, the whole thing. Yep, it's, yeah, it's Tamari. It's right there on the screen. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to London Furs for getting a uh, awesome... Uh, you should wear a shirt that says Dare to be Different. <laughs> dare to be Different. <laughs> the Dare Lion. <laughs> Tamari, you should do that. Tamari, it kind of does remind me. Yeah. Let's check. I feel like Tamari could pull off the dare lion. Tamari, Tamari could be the dare lion that was always in our hearts. <laughs> Doing drugs? <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not drugs, but just, you know, being a... I don't know. Whatever else. Oh, yeah, then there's a... And then there is the knockoff suit, too. The DH Gate AliExpress version as well as the official suit. It's amazing. Did anyway. he buy, his, buy one of the suits? No, I think somebody else did, and then he managed to get a picture of it. But, yeah. Anyway. I still wanted to have a furry con just for the off suits. <laughs> meet and greet. AliExpress fursuit meet. Yeah. Cheap and greet. <laughs> I still would have loved a panel of just all of those suits. Like, okay, right, particularly, you walk into the panel room, 
It's like, right, it's one of those panel room configurations, not like a circle, but everyone is like sitting forward, like if, as if there's a presenter, but you walk in the back and as soon as you open the door, they all just slowly turn around and look at you. No, I want them to all They're be facing, like... I want them all to be facing towards the door. So if people walk in, they just see them like they're hosting the panel. Yeah. Has any panel ever done that? Like any new person that's coming into the panel room is actually where everything seats are like facing. So it's like <laughs> we really wanted it. We have this ongoing joke on my Discord server about um, that making a panel where you're judged based on how many Twitter followers you have. That'd be like a pop you for panel or whatever. Which there is actually a like pop you for meet and greet panel that Jesse ran for a while, which was actually. Um, oh, it was it was actually a lot of interesting stuff. It was good stuff like learning how to deal with like being popular in social media or how to talk to people that you look up to in social media and stuff like that. It was like a cool meet and greet thing. But aside from that, we had a separate joke that like when you enter the room, you would be like, well, hey, 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 wait, hold on. In order to get let me let's see your Twitter. And like we would like look at it or whatever. And then like you could combine your AD Twitter followers with your regular Twitter followers to try to get above the threshold. And then if you were under the threshold, sometimes we'll let you in, but then you have to like sit like further away or something. <laughs> it's like stupid, like completely like just for shits. Obviously, we would never actually do it. But you just have assigned seating like four thousand above. Yeah, 4, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you have that many ten thousand above. Yeah, a hundred thousand. You have like a golden seat painted. And then like how popular your Mersuit account is. That's like another factor. I've never even thought about it. Like, which furry has the most Twitter followers? Probably, probably Kage. I'd assume either Kage or I don't one think of those so. People. I actually doubt it, because there are a lot of furries who are in the fandom without knowing the whole, the whole like leadership. I mean, he's at twenty-one thousand, which definitely is not the most I've seen. Yeah, like. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Think about furry artists that. Um, uh, caters toward like general furries ranging from like 13 year old to 13 year old to like what's Fox Moore at? 40 um, year old um well, Fox Moore is at yep, 32 so that's more and then um, I just deem him champion <laughs> Jib try Jib oh yeah Jib's probably gonna have a lot let's see the trashiest thing we've ever done on the show not yeah, not that any of this even matters. Yeah, Jib is the most, eighty nine thousand. It's yeah. like his contents are. He gets the golden throne. <laughs> yeah, his contents are geared toward. It, would it like, be like a chair, things. like not like the Game of Thrones, but it just be like, I don't know, like tweets, like just a bunch of twitters. Yeah. Um. Let me see what this one is. Um, what was Jib at again? Mm. Eighty yeah. something. Uh, yeah, Majira's up there as well. Um, ooh, I wonder what uh, two furry bros. Uh, what two furry bros is? Let's see. I don't uh, even know who they are. Eleven uh, K. Okay, they're one of my favorite furry YouTube channels. I love I love Foofy. He's awesome. He makes like ten minute videos of just booping people <laughs> at cons and stuff. He's great. Uh, oh, Sonic Fox says 214. There you go. Anyway, let's stop talking about how many people follow people because it doesn't actually fucking matter. You know, back in my day, 
People were judged about the FA page views. <laughs> <laughs> FA page views. Wasn't that a thing? I remember, wait, was it followers Dude, on FA? Some, some people have have bios on FA that are so long, you have to scroll like two pages just to get to the art. Wasn't there a website that told you which the FA and like the lists of like who had the most followers on FA? I don't remember. I remember it was like the ranking list. This is like five, six years ago. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like ranking by like comments on items. <laughs> and then didn't someone break that because they put added a bot which would just add everyone to their No, that wasn't page views, that was friends. Uh Safaro made a bot that, that broke FA. Yeah, what it would do is it would friend you <laughs> and then it would uh, or no, it would follow. That was what it was. It would follow you and then follow every person who followed you and every person you follow. Oh. And it was slowly ran through the list. And yeah. FA actually acknowledged it and it ran and I think for like a couple days, it ended up following like a good like over a hundred thousand users or something like that. And then I think eventually FA killed it because uh, it was like starting to break shit. What What was the purpose of that? Experience? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, it was just for fun, basically. It was just Safaro being a purple <laughs> fox. Uh, you get so much nostalgia going through like people's FA. Really? I don't I don't see it. Huh? This FA nostalgia? Yeah, FA nostalgia. No, VCL nostalgia. DLC. Uh yeah, VCL was such a rough website. Oh my god. I remember when you'd search the website, you had to wait in a queue for your search to complete. <laughs> that's the level of like Okay. That's beyond my time. <laughs> yeah, v- VCL Get was... on our level, okay? <laughs> We existed before FA. Okay. okay. The, the best that I've seen is... Um, is VCL still up? Um, Which was funny because I, sure. I hated the There's fact... also Internet Free Proximity Locator. Um, I think my favorite that I've ever seen, though, is uh, a friend of mine pulled out a uh, one of the original Macintosh PowerBooks... Um, which had a black and white screen on it, right? It was one of the first Apple laptops. Yeah. And I opened it up on the desktop, and there was por- furry porn on the desktop. It was a file, but it was text-based because it couldn't really do images. So it was just ASCII art of furry porn. And I was like, holy fuck. Did you have to size the window correctly to see the photo correctly, too? <laughs> it was. I was like, that is, that is next level. Um, and it was Chacket art, too, which was great. <clears throat> Uh, this one time I was hanging out with like here, there you go. There's the link. What for what? VCL art. Uh, I mean, I could have just Googled it. You as far have. as I'm aware, it does exist. As far as I'm aware, yep, here it is. VCL. Don't don't go to the, don't everybody go to the website. We might crash it. <laughs> Welcome to VCL, the largest haha no furry anthropomorphic artwork story library. <laughs> Signaling the slow crawl. Oh, good. In 2014, they said their website's uh, nice and stable, so that's good. Glad to, glad to have an update. I think traffic uh, might be down a little bit since my time. Yeah, I feel like the might be might be down a little bit. Let's see. Let's search. Can we do a search? I'm going to search for centaurs. Error. Something bad happened to the search. And Did you look at the been... search protocols? I don't think you just search that. Can we? Let's see. Search via built-in search. This is beta code. Try the uh, Google image. By the way. So I'm gonna search Centaur with Google. Oh, and then it pulls up a bunch of cent. Yeah, oh, they disabled VCL. Okay, they disabled their search and just had to. Google. So that if I click this and then click this, 
Oh yeah, so here we go. So now we can actually browse. Yeah, pretty neat. I remember VCL. Wow. Sort by date. Like what? What is the last last, last update? Two thousand one. I think I think I saw nineteen ninety something. Yeah. Nineteen ninety six. June. Nineteen ninety six. Ninety five. Ninety four. Nineteen ninety five is the oldest one. Uh, let's see. Page one. They don't have anything on their page though. But it was 1995. Oh, nope. We have images. Hey! <laughs> that is some 3D video game thing. VR chat in 1995? Yeah, this is some... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Can someone just make this into a v yeah, <laughs> VR chat that, room? <laughs> that is some... That is, this is a Rancor Furry on... Uh, here, I'll work on I'll work on getting this in the, uh, in the Furcast Telegram chat if people want to check that out. You're going to crash the website, Paradox. Yeah, we're probably going to crash the website here. Oh, 1995. All right, hold on. So let's go back. What's the newest? Let's go it's, back. You can sort by date do... at the top. Look at the uh, date. No, you can't. No, you can't. Press it. There's you no can't function. Click it. No, up above. No. Oh, right, sort so, by date here. There you go. Yeah, hit oh, that hold one. Hold on. Let me, open, let me just open the 1996 one. Fur on paper. Oh. It's a proper That's furry cute. porn from 1990. Titless uh, nude number one. Titless nude number one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's pointless nude number two. What else do we have? Oh, there's a badger. Well, that's pretty cute. That's cute art. Let's go to page two or page one, I guess. They have bats. Not the tiger. Yeah, it's a tiger. And he's strong with his paws. It's pretty cute. All right, so now we'll do the sort by date. Um, wow, 2019 is the last thing on here. Somebody named Swift. Well, good on you for posting some stuff. What month? October. October. Let's go. So if we go all the way back. Wait, is this every artist loaded onto a giant web page? Yep. Holy shit, it is. Yeah, so we were right. It was this one. And then let's go back to this one, 1996. Oh, oh wow. That's some that's that's some spunky kinky shit. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> we found the original database. It's the original fucking wow. <coughs> our original, You're welcome. The original rats that are on on John Oliver for audio <laughs> listeners. We just found the original fucking pieces that were posted. Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh, such old art. <laughs> so good. Yeah, bio has. There it is. There's, 1996. That was posted. There's, did you go to page two? Let's see what else is in here. So 1995. Oh, so there are stuff that's... Oh, I see. So this is the last updated thing, but people can still have pieces that are older than that. I feel like... Hold on. Can we do... Can we do artwork? No, that's just new. Can we do... I'm trying to figure out if there's another way that we can organize. With new artwork? None. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess there's no art on this website. <laughs> well, no, not, no, nothing new today. Uh, anyway, that's VCL, everybody. So go back to page two of, you know, the rat. <laughs> rat erotica. Artists, sort by date. Uh, all the way down to the bottom These are of the, the hidden pieces that, you know, John Oliver never showed. Yeah, page two. No, well, it doesn't look like it's any of the rat stuff. Yeah, this is the same page. And then if we do this. Yeah, they oh, they're sorted by date and file name. I see. I, I was misreading that. So that was it. Yeah, there we go. So there are any other hidden gems in there that weren't shown on Jell Oliver? There you go. Yeah. You're, you're giving like the. There you go. Who's Foxy Crow? 
2004. Oh. That's Actually, cool. Some, some cute art. Yeah. Yeah. I just, went back anyway. and, I just went back in furry history there. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, this one time I was hanging out with, like, 17-year-old furry. And I asked him, oh, do you have FA? And I was like, oh, I have FA. And he pulls up his phone and opens an app. It's like, oh. Was there an app for FA? I remember like having an app, but it was really buggy and glitchy, so I gave up using it. He pulls out Furry Amino. It's like, oh, that's my FA. It's like, no, FA. Yeah. Well, do you have your second life? No. I actually signed up for Furry Amino, but I, I don't really use it. It's a very busy app. It's it's fairly terrible to... UI design. Yeah, it's got pretty. Bad I still UI remember design. my second life name. <laughs> Because you had to choose a fake fucking last name when uh, you joined Second Life. Yeah. yeah. What other old furry thing? What was your last name in Second Life? Zidikava. Mine was Flagstaff. <laughs> Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we read this article? We were supposed to read a news article. We yeah, got very we were, off track. We were traveling through furry history. I know, I know. You we were traveling through. We time took a time history. machine. I know. We found the rats. We found the rats. The original rats. Not some copy. <laughs> that was the originally posted database of rats. You're like, do you feel like do you feel like you uncovered like an archaeological find right there? Not really, because I had found it a couple weeks ago when I was doing research for that piece. On VCL? Uh and well, no, it was just on another art type, but it was the same database. See no, that you see yes. That wasn't the original, that was a remake. <laughs> That was a repost. <laughs> That's like a retweet of a retweet. <laughs> we just uncovered the lost civilization of furry right there. <laughs> the ancient Thunderdome. <clears throat> Back to terrible news. <laughs> Capital City for a God, a convention based off Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, in the United States. Actually, it's right near Boozy. Yep. That's why Boozy's been tweeting about it. As we announced closure, this was followed by heavy backlash on social media claiming severe fund mismanagement and deception. After the announcement on the closure, formal staff asked evidence that it was donated to the ALS Association for their first 2020 edition's charity partner. Two hours later, the convention posted a receipt from the ALS Association and it's stating a donation of 217 US dollars. However, afterwards, many pointed out that the email listed did not belong to the Furcon, but instead belonged to Made For You, a fursuit maker. The picture was deleted Afterwards, subsequently, the convention's Telegram chat was as well as their Twitter account became inaccessible. This led to much discussion and disclosure evidence regarding the controversy on social media. I mean, not sketchy at all in all aspects of your entire con, just kind of disappear off the. Yeah. There's no red flags. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine, everyone. It's fine. It's fine. 100%. Remodeling. <laughs> Restructuring. <laughs> Rebranding. <laughs> just all existence of the previous con just completely wiped off. You know, you know like every con does that every year. I mean, right? <laughs> when you form a con, then you just close out all of your Twitter accounts. Like, I'm sure Anthrocon, you know, every year that everyone just gets refollows the next year. <laughs> You make like a 2000, you know, the next year's new Twitter page for every year. <laughs> so 
Specifically defended his Telegram chat with a Twitter account view. Insensible. A furry named Dixie tweeted that when she asked CCFC. Dixie, by the way, the man. Well, actually, is she still the manager? I think that I think their manager might be somebody else. Dixie directly. used to be the manager for uh, Fox and Peppers. When she asked CCFC directly for the donation amount to update their her furry convention charity sheet, the furry con told her they donated $4,000 to ALS. However, contrary to that, fur by name Trip Wub on Twitter, who claims he is the former staff member at CCFC, accused the furry con chairman Nitro of not releasing the funds to the charity partner, failing to sponsor rooms for staff and the guest of honor, as well as a money, much money investment. Shadow of the Wolf, CCFE, attendee claimed... I'm not certain doesn't shadow the wolf like staff like most cons i swear he's a fan of the show but i mean it's shadow so i mean saying shadow and the furry con yeah i feel like there's a lot of shadows (laughs) like shadow wolf i mean there's a lot (laughs) i'm I'm sure one brand of shadow there's a lot of ashes there's a lot of um there's a lot of sparkies i was discussing that today because my friend was like sparky and i was sitting there thinking i'm like God, I know like eight Sparkies hmm. at this point. I know a lot of aces. Ace, yeah, there's a lot of aces. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Chris or John, a furry fandom. Or Daniel. Still the only Pharaoh. <laughs> I mean, there's Faye V, which she's also a fox and a one frawler. There's no Maruski as far as I'm aware. Have you searched that on tw- uh, Google? There are yeah, a few Google. other um, paradoxes out there, um, but I've talked to all of them, and we've all agreed to not step on each other's toes. Because you, if you guys collided with each other, <laughs> yeah, you guys a, would... It, would just, it would be a paradox. <laughs> not a lot of Nirox. Yay, Nirox! You're unique. You're a good boy. Nirox. The recent YouTube video that the convention has made empty promises to guests of honor. Now a lot of what happened and the people told the, the guests of honor showed up at the con with the surprise. They were not guests of honor. People were told that their rooms were going to be compensated. Their rooms were not compensated. They were told they wouldn't get, have certain positions or dealer den spots. Things like that at the con. They showed up and surprise, surprise, things didn't happen. <laughs> and also with the staff is not to be blamed for the controversies, but responsibility falls with the chairman Nitro. Everyone out there, please do not harass the staff. Capital City Furcon understood that the staff, they do not have access to the con's finances. They do not have their names on the deals and legal documentations or leases. That's all Nitro, all in his name. I mean, don't you have any leases for Anthrocon? Your staff. Oh, God. <laughs> Anthrocon is so disconnected. <laughs> Anthrocon might as you well You don't be know where all of Anthrocon's money is going? <laughs> not a bit. Not a clue. <laughs> You know, you had to take some responsibility as, as staff. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is, it's like... People... I, I do remember when people were calling out the staff. Like, how could you? And it's like, I, I, I work for free. <laughs> <laughs> I volunteered. <laughs> how could you work for this company? Uh... How could you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I volunteered. (laughs) I volunteer for every con. (laughs) Out of the 90 I've hosted, none of them have been this bad. (laughs) There's always one. Another fur by the name of Boozy. Ba- Another fur by the name of Boozy Badger. Ah, who's that guy? What the fuck is that? What kind of name is that? Who the fuck is, is Boozy? I don't know that sounds guy. Sounds like a drunker. Yeah, sounds like a. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not a lawyer. 
Yeah. Sent a tweet that some first told him that the Furcon owed the hotel roughly $15,000 US. In addition to the images of the internal Telegram chat where it was being discussed, he also added that one of his friends who was a CCFC guest told him that the Furcon also allegedly intended to use the charity's funds to pay for the hotel. Currently, staff are seeking compensation, and GFTV will continue to follow the story's developments. Further developments. <laughs> um, Spoiler, there were developments. <laughs> After the first thing of the video, the convention chair has continued to try to save face online, presenting another receipt, allegedly proving that they made a donation to the Pennsylvania branch of the ELS Location Association. However, Pussy Badger breaks down why it is... Le- it's likely that the receipt is provided it was crafted using an outdated template found on Google Images. The tracking number on the evidence receipt matches the Google Images receipt. The logo at the bottom of the receipt also is an older version of the ALS logo, no longer used on any of their new receipts. Oh my god. All the template has a place for a date under the tracking number. There is no date on the cons alleged receipt. The labels on the left margin of the donor's name, street name, and city don't line up with the labels on the right side. When the gap between the city and state values are way too wide as a result of the scrunching... Like how the detailed analysis. Wow. Enhance! Somebody's not good this at This looks shopped to me. It's like, geez, if you're going to fake, like, a financial... If you're going to money launder, you might want to be a little better at Photoshop. Just saying. Even with the alleged payment, another problem came up with the Pennsylvania Furry Organization by the name of Keystone Furry Events. Received an inquiry from the ALS Association wondering about the donations from the Capital City Furcon. The two are not affiliated, but given that the convention had shut down its website and social media pages, the organization probably didn't know where else to turn. In the conversation, it was noted by the charity that they had signed an agreement with the convention. If this is true, that would spell major legal trouble ahead for the money raised in their name and was used elsewhere in the breach of an agreement. And it was a lot of money, too. Like, some people donated thousands of dollars. Um, and, uh... Yeah. So it's like the fire festival of the furry con. It is, yeah, basically fire festival of. Yeah. <laughs> the fur fire festival. Fire festival? <laughs> yeah, fire. I, I have to show you that movie at some point. Right. TLDR, some business dude tried to start a music festival right. in the Bahamas, poured tons of money and effort into marketing for it, Yeah. and got like top tier like instagram influencer like you know magazine models everybody to promote it yeah there was no concert he and was doing it on the fly and so. a bunch of people yeah he, well he tried but he was he didn't he cared more about marketing it than actually running the event yeah and a bunch of people literally ended up stranded on an island in the bahamas <laughs> with no food water made national news. anything yeah it was all over the news uh, it was a couple of years ago and there's, a, there's like a documentary about it now there's memes about it yeah <laughs> It's bad. It's in video games now. <laughs> yeah, highly recommend the Netflix movie. By the way, it's a good. It's a good movie. Isn't there a Hulu movie too? There's two. There's a there's a Hulu one and a Netflix one. The Netflix one is uh, produced by, um, is, is mostly interviewing the marketing firms that were involved, and I believe the Hulu one was produced more by the company that actually did it. So it's more like an inside view. Uh, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, so what was the one that was interviewing him specifically? That was the Hulu one. That was, was pretty fucking good. Like, like, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. You also saw the level of like sociopathic nature. Yeah. Was a, was a guy charged? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. I, I don't know. So. Was he? Uh, I know he's not allowed to start a business for the next like thirty <laughs> years. That's a because it wasn't penalty. his first failed attempt at this. He's done yeah. this before. Yeah. Well, there was like one thing that he did that sort of succeeded. I think it was like it was some like 
credit card um, Nothing club succeeded. thing. But I, I don't. I think it was still kind of scammy, but it was no. Like, it's still no. You, you could see the whole. It was, it's. Is it the whole thing? I don't. Remember. Everything that he did was yeah. literally financing his next project. So all the money from one thing, yeah, went even didn't even though he didn't have any of the money for it, would just go to the next thing, or he would get people to donate money. Yeah, yeah. We can watch it. Maru Skate Sunburn. It's fabulous. Okay. Like yeah, the fire festival. It basically yeah. burned. <laughs> Everything yeah. was on fire. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Netflix one is called Fire, and the Hulu one is called Fire Fraud. And uh, Riley just put both of the links to the both of the Wikipedia. I haven't seen the, the Netflix one. I just saw the Hulu one. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> the, the, uh, just I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't compare this to Fire Festival though, because to be honest, this wasn't really. Nobody was <clears throat> stranded. Nobody was like it was money embezzlement. <laughs> I mean, if you're in PA, you're definitely stranded. Well, yeah, everybody in PA is stranded because <laughs> as we know, Pennsylvania is an island. Um, but. Uh, I feel like backwoods of PA are scary. You know, it's boozy. If you're drawing the backroads of PA, near Centralia, yeah, based off Silent Hill, <laughs> literally the the hell city that burns underneath, where all demons come forth, that inspired a whole fucking gaming franchise. It's based off of the middle of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah, let's, um... All right. Are we ready for a quick music break? Yeah. All right. Good go for one. <laughs> so, Bo says, I feel like I'm obliged to defend PA. Is there really much there to defend? <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the city in the mountains. <laughs> <clears throat> Furcast is sponsored by TwinTailCreations.com. You can check out their website, TwinTailCreations.com, uh, to get high-quality, durable, carefully made toys for a reasonable price. They have lots of awesome, pretty, and cool stuff. They're always adding to their uh, repository as well. You can also ask for custom colors. Uh, you can ask them to kind of surprise you with colors. Uh, some of the examples you're seeing on screen, are that's what they are. They just kind of surprise you with all kinds of cool and pretty swirls and stuff like that. Um, they also have furcast colorations, if for whatever reason you want the color of our fursona in your butt, which is a little weird. But, you know, I understand some of you apparently want that. But, you know, whatever. I don't judge. I mean, I do judge, but I don't. It's fine. Anyway, you can get furcast colorations. Um... They ship discreetly in brown boxes. They just say TTC LLC. Same thing with the credit card transaction. They do also ship internationally. We've had a few of our fans uh, outside of North America get shipments just fine. Um, they're also a part of our community. So if you do have any questions or if you, you know. I still don't know how their points work. So don't ask me. People have asked me about the point system too. And I'm like, I don't I don't own that many dildos. What's funny is we just have all the Trintail dildos. So like we don't. We don't have all of them. Do we get points for being sponsored by them? <laughs> they should have a thing on their website that just says, and if you're sponsored by Twin Tails, you get you get points. I want a tracker of how many blues favorite favorite blues have been sold and Oh, we gotta ask them that. 
if how many people have gotten forget actually i kind of don't want to know don't tell us sin if you're listening i don't want to know anyway um they're a part of our community so if you have any questions you could just ask them in our chat room and a lot of times they'll be able to answer right in there uh fans are also encouraged to share their experiences so please uh, if you do do a twin tails order and you enjoy especially please let us know because we love hearing that people order that stuff um we have an nsfw bot in the forecast telegram chat as well so you can share nsfw photos if you want um so if you want to get really there's dirty? A twin, can, wait, there's a Twin Tails group, but it's not and not safe for work. It's not safe for work, but not not that safe for work. Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. There's also it's a, a group group. chat for it's like a fan club. <laughs> fan club. But you when can you offer say, suggestions when you say share your experiences. What kind of experiences? I don't know how it feels in your butt. Okay. I wouldn't know. I'm not a bottom, so I don't. I actually know. don't own a dildo, even mm. though I bought them a lot. Yeah, because like, I'm not fan. That, that your your statement conflicts to me, which is funny because I, I know I some don't people a dildo because I've bought a lot of them. No, no, no he no. was saying because he bought them a lot. Oh, is okay. what he said. You just misheard. Because the thing is, for me, like, because I, I know some people who literally cannot get off without a toy. Mm. Like that's the level they're at, and for me, I'm just I'm a wolf, so I don't have that problem. But you know. Anyway, I like collecting them like cards. I, I like, honestly, I just think they're pretty because yeah. I just, I like, I'm kind of a nudist type of person. So like, to me, the idea of having art that is genitalia yeah. is like, I, I like that idea. I so just want them to continue to sell and send us all the scrap ones. So we have like ceiling material. We have all the rejects that can't be loved. <laughs> I love that. I we're not, we're not allowed to name them because once you name it, you become attached <laughs> Oh my god! I just I just thought of something stupid. You know how uh, uh, the ET game fails so badly that they buried all the games, like physical copies, in the desert somewhere in America. We were gonna plant them all in the yard. And they're coming up like weeds. Let's see if they grow. <laughs> Listen, our neighbors already don't like us. Do we really need to plant dildos? I will make a. I feel like. We have a pride flag in our house. I feel like that's enough of a first step. I feel like we need to give that some time. It definitely caused some looks from the old people. Did it actually? Like, did they actually talk to you about it? Because, like, I'm I'm curious. I feel like our old people aren't the talkative type. They're more like the silently judging type. Yeah. They're more like the, you know having a conversation in their own private kitchen and going, oh yeah, I saw that thing in the yard. Oh, you mean those people. <laughs> Which I suppose is what we're doing now. Anyway, Twin Tales also has coupon codes with us, so you can use the coupon code REDWOLF or the coupon code BLUEFOX if you're kinkier to save 15% on the silicone products. And they have more than just silicone products, by the way. They have like little cuffs and, and cute other things and stuff. And they've also got partnerships with a few other brands that they sell on their website. So you can check that they stuff out. They also made their fuckable. Oh yeah, and they have a fuckable. It's it's actually called, the industry term is insertable. No, that's, that's a dildo. Me. Oh yeah, I suppose a dildo is also insertable. Fuck, what are they actually called? Penetrable. Penetrable, thank you. The industry, um, actually. You can insert a certable into a penetrable. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Anyway. I said that they needed to send us a penetrable so we could just put one of the dildos on the fuck machine and just have it keep railing it and see how long it takes to break it. 
durability test. Real time fur cast durability test. Oh my goodness. We just have to set a camera up in the garage and just have it keep rolling until like eventually yeah. call it underwriters lab rated. UL UL listed. Can we just post like a ten hour video onto YouTube? Yes. Or stream it. And then you know what we could do? I have a thermal camera too. So we could have a thermal camera to see like if it gets hot, like and we can test we could benchmark lubricant. Oh my god. We need to do this. We need to benchmark a YouTube channel. Just dedicated to testing out lubes. Yep. We got it. Anyway. Uh, See, this is why Twin Tails hasn't sent us a, <laughs> a penetrable. We'll get there. Benchmark their choice. Because then we can, then not only can we promote Twin Tails' website, but we can also, like, promote, like, look at this durability test that we did. We could even compare it to the competition. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Battle of the, uh... God, order another fuck machine! <laughs> it's like the, like the machine breaks. <laughs> the machine breaks before the... <laughs> just makes shitty infomercial of Twin Tail. Anyway, guys, we'll be back after the Patreon shoutouts really, really, really fast. Um, there's a correction for our Patreon shoutout. Uh, Cody Big Cat was shouting out Cody's Customs, um, but we it says in the recording that it was about to open, um, but it actually did. Um, so the new shoutout is... Um, Cody Big Cat with Cody Customs Auto and Truck Accessories. Come see us today at 625 East 1st Street in Vidalia, Georgia, for all your auto accessories. So that's 625 East 1st Street, Vidalia, Georgia, if you guys want to check that out. That's just a correction because the, the recording is from this whole month of shout-outs, so it doesn't have that updated shout-out. So I just wanted to fix and that. And wants to make us one of the, like, the old-time commercial. Has this ever happened to you, the infomercial ones? <laughs> like inserting the dick, like, ah, oh, the lube's dry, it's all black and white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You need to like no, because like information, like you gotta like just replace the lube with sand, and it just like pours out. Yeah, and then it just it's black and white, like, and then a person like looking at the camera, like shaking their head, like, no. Has this ever happened to you? Billy Mays here. <laughs> Can we have like a fursuit version of Billy Mays? Furry Hayes here, or Bully Mays? Love a bull fursuiter. There you go. You have bull. Yeah. I think it'd be Bully Haze, though. Bully Haze. <laughs> wow. You're listening to Furcast. Support for Furcast comes from Patreon users, including Shaman the Photon Wizard, Dexy Wexy, Fayon, Barker Jr., Energize the Wolf, Sweetie Darling, Barnaby Fox, Frost Blaze, A New Fox, Omega Zai, Mullick the Generic Brown Wolf. Cypher the Heckmutt, X the Fox, Binary Paws, Zavarkin, Fireline Coyote, Trinity Werefox, Lord Headcheese, Soatoke, Biohazard, Code Yaks, Rain the Wolverine, Fox Triple Seven, Fiasco, Red Eye the Roadie Red Lion, Tukiri, Lieutenant Fox, Calypso Collie the Fluffy Trucker, Mellow Wolf, Rit the Otter, Doxy, Zoopy the Barcode Kitty, Arceus the Tiny Tiger, Horse Code Hooves Up, Alta Shep, Meru Snowmew, D Otter, Ski Sharp, Nerd Hoof, Zenair the Mutt, Nether Lynx, Frost Bulgon, Jeb M16, Static the Scrap Goat, Taru the Yellow Nosed Doggo, Cronass, Jax the Husky, Fuzzy the Fox, No Name Horse, and Gaia Wellen. Additional support comes from social media. Twitter users, Commander Wolf 3, 
Casero Fox, Drop Table Foxes, Perp House Tier, Anti Blue Fox, Onyx Fox 23, BBQ Skunk, Rivik Wolf 4, John Crescent, Kaz the Dreg, Wolvern 4, Nate Blueberry 13, Bell Platagon, Jared Tamana, Ziv Fox, Cyrus SL, Crossy on Twitter at XSS Fox, The Other Commander Wolf on Twitter at ForWolf99, Brother Rat on Twitter at Ratus Zelig on Twitter at Stealthy Dragon, Trashcat Danny on Twitter at Trash Danny, 12 on Twitter at The Lion Thing, Shiwa on Twitter at Pulsing Panther, Dakota Winter on Twitter at Dakota Wolf 12. Telegram user, Sorcerer Dale. YouTube channel, Joe G. Bear. And the following websites, MacroWolf.com, Arihu.com, Hack13.me, Superdwarf with Anthrolinks.net, and Devin D. Partlet with FurryHockeyLeague.com. Additional support for Furcast comes from Shisha Sheppy, who's a good boy. For head bases and 3D printed goods, commission Tar Paw Studios at Alice Tar on Telegram. Silver Moonshine, maker of fluffy tails. Fisk Games, the new furry YouTuber on the block. At Alec Gator 300 on Twitter, creating pixel arts and being a filthy hybrid since 2012. Tantru with World and Rue View, providing fandom news since 2015. Honorius, who says, one more cheese joke, and someone's getting bored. Spurigs, one of the only Ethiopian wolf degenerates in all of furry land. Bringing you bite-sized, detailed furry history on YouTube as Scar the Fur. Kilo the Protoyote, who says, Jesse is the best kitty. Cody Big Cat, with Cody's Customs Auto and Truck Accessories. Grand opening on July 1st in Vidalia, Georgia. Cypher.exe has crashed. Please relaunch with Oh wow! Privileges enabled. Light and shadow the wolves. Keep furry possum. Patty, who says what Socks says is true. Socks, who says what Patty says is not true. A message from at Grundy the Goat. <clears throat> and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Dunran, munching those pizzas and writing those tunes. For an invite to the unofficial Furcast Minecraft server, message at Sasha Hyena on Telegram. Shaktro, who says, Always keep your head up. Better days are to come, and you can get past whatever or whomever is keeping you down. KobeCats.com Take a bite out of art. We know you're hungry, so come get your paws and maws on a delicious piece of burger price art. Ryko's Furry Fortune Telling on Telegram at Obsidian Fox. Saucy Fox, who says, I'm trash, raccoons, HMU. Checkers the dragon, chess is my safe word. Fishmeister Cod, still not a furry since February 2011. Knightly at snouts.online, who says, I want to see this community grow beyond meets and conventions. Permanent furry commune, when? Max Shepard, who has been watching since the bacon felony. Little underscore sunshine and Scootaloo with the unofficial XBN Xbox app at patreon.com slash horseapps. Furcast's number one wimpy fan, Tyler the Wesky. Shacky, the maid lord of Nordic Fuzzcon. Visit the maid cafe at Nordic Fuzzcon in Sweden. Chris Dale on FA, specializing in Tuni art. The Church of Issoir, worshiping Lynx since the year tuft. 
Skycorp, creating transformative technologies for mature audiences at skycorp.global. Discookie, creating procedural beatmaps for VR rhythm games. Kuranos, who says, Sergals are quite friendly and nice, actually. Tequin, TC Fox, and Kaiwana of the Infrasec Den in Wellington, New Zealand. Sylvan Scott, Grey Muzzle, Sorta Rider, and Tabletop Gamer on Fur Affinity as Sylvan with size-related stories and other speculative fiction. Shadowclaw Studios, check out our Facebook page for links to our gaming streams. The Feline Support Alliance, in these times of social isolation, you should hug a cat. We don't bite. Much. Also, speak for yourself. I don't bite at all. I'm not into that. Chacket Airlines. We always land on our feet. Silver Gatoman at patreon.com slash silvergatoman. Cheetah Paws for a daily dose of bulgy arts. Support him at patreon.com slash cheetah paws. And a very special, special thanks, thanks to Blaze Fusky and Decibel Fox. Support for Furcast comes through Patreon, PayPal, cash donations, and from listeners like you. To become a patron and learn more about supporting Furcast, visit furcast.fm support. This is XBN. Another episode of an invisible box, yet another tie you're gonna want that's not in the shops, yeah. 
Cause do you know we can't get enough? Third generation, addicted to stuff And our point base friendships measured in lights Will keep us too busy to see what tragedy strikes But we're to blame I'll tell you that for free But this ain't no game Can't you see it's a catastrophe? We'll be A tribe This is Furcast and XBN. Hope you guys are enjoying the show so far tonight. That was Apocalypse by the Correspondents, and we have one more track before we come back from break. And by the way, if you like the music we play on this show, I have another podcast in the same studio dedicated to music, and that's where all this music comes from, and it's called Friday Night Tracks. And you can find a link for that at the top of the Furcast website. This is Big Nick.
Welcome back. That was the end of something big by Big Nick. Um, so I don't know, does that mean he's Small Nick instead of Big Nick? I'm not sure. He's a Micro Nick. He's a Micro Nick now. Anyway, uh, that was the end of something big is the name uh, of the track. Nick. By Big Nick. Meanwhile, Maruski is uh, still uh, eating cereal loudly, uh, like he was during the pre-show, so. so that's great. You know when, like, Ace Ventura eats the zebra? That's all you picture when you eat now. Well, I'm a tiger, so uh, what would I be eating? Gazelle? No, not gazelles. Deers? I don't know. Um, boars? I don't know. Got the white. I still got to fix the white balance on that camera. I hate this article so much. Just the new term now from COVID. Okay. Um, let me just say, forecast is live. Uh, the uh, it's gonna probably be a show title. <laughs> uh, what kind of music do you want for this? I don't even know yet. I haven't. <laughs> Let's start with um, start with this one. Do our genes make some of us more prone to skin hunger? Skin skin hunger. Like um cuddle deprived or cuddle more cuddly? Is that what it means by skin hunger? Yeah, I, I mean hate, like touch. I hate that you got that right off the bat. Yeah. You got the skin hungries. <laughs> I mean Paradox. I don't I don't ever heard I'm that term. Skin hungry. But I know that skin to skin contact is like a really important thing. I hate it. Skin to skin contact? Yes. Oh, and like releases endorphins in most people. Not, but... not for me. Yeah, Pharaoh likes fur. No, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I actually I don't, think I don't there's like a, being touched. I, I've <laughs> actually noticed somewhat of a correlation though. Uh, I'm, I'm just for the record, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. Would you consider yourself a sweaty person? Parts of me, not like pits, like forehead. Okay, because that's funny. Because I would never say that I'm a sweaty person. Like maybe if I like really work out or like carry a bunch of yeah, stuff I'm like a my, person. my armpits might get wet and I've noticed that people who would probably say that they are like more sweaty than average generally don't like skin to skin contact mm. do you think it's psychological or uh, physiological I don't know because I mean I also have had like I've had skin to skin contact reminds me of like sticking to a fucking leather chair on a hot summer day with high humidity see that doesn't bother that's me that's how skin to skin contact it literally like See, that's just the thing, though. thinking of being like I having to mind. pull off of like a leather chair. Yeah. That's what skin to skin contact feels like to me. See, like, what's, what's weird to me is like that. I don't like if like I like if I'm overly hot. I don't want to start cuddling with somebody. But if I start cuddling with them when we've been cuddling for a while, and then we like start to get sexual, and then it gets sweaty, I don't mind. Nope. But if it starts sweaty, then I'm like nope. You know what I mean, Maruski, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had hot, sweaty sex. Yeah. Like You and I have had hot, sweaty sex. Gross. At least once, I think. Yeah. One time. Oh, yeah, before we had the air conditioner in the one room. Right, right. Yeah. It's once in a while thing, though. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't like it all the time. It's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. Um, I can't find a phobia for that, but I swear it's like a phobia. I, you're definitely not alone. There are definitely people who do not like any kind of skin-to-skin -skin contact. Sweat-phobic? No, it's not sweat. Or it's stick. it's the, the the skin to skin stick. This is also correlated with poodling. I hate poodlers. Yeah, see, I don't mind poodling at all. No, don't fucking poodle. 
See, is it? I think it's hide your filthy skin. Yeah. See, you don't like skin. See, that's it. I like. I really enjoy skin on people. Like, I mean, I like fur too. But now, I will admit, body hair is not really my thing. Like pubic hair, I'm not. I'm not into that. I know some people are though. But yeah, into hairy bears. No, not my thing. You're not a hairy berry? I don't like hair on skin. I, I like fur or smooth skin. One okay. of the two. Here's the thing. Body hair, I don't mind. But a lot of people who are dead bods tend to grow body hair. And I'm kind of person who digs twink guys. But if, if, if I saw body Hi, hair... I would never twink. have imagined that. Ever. I don't oh, know if well. you can necessarily correlate those things. I think it's... For me, it also has to do with, like, do they take care of themselves at all? Yeah. Like, there's a big difference between somebody who's a little... Adi's pretty hairy. Uh, okay. Adi's a hairy dad. Okay. But it, he's not sexually attracted to Adi. Who are you... Why are you bringing that up? Because he has a hairy dad bod. Okay. okay. Moving on. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's one of those things where it, it depends on, like, whether that person... I saw Adi's back once, and it scared me. Okay. He's like a woolly mammoth. Completely disassociating myself from this right now. You don't want to know about, like... I would like you to shut the fuck up, <laughs> is what I'd like you to do. <laughs> He's got a hairy dad bod. Wow, you're so funny. Physical distancing during the COVID-19 pandemic has left many of us craving human contact. The skin hunger. Several months have gone by since some people have had last hugs, and this affection dep deprivation, also rather strangely called the skin hungries. It's more than are, just it's more than just skin hungries. I mean, I just want to see my friends and be able to hang out with them. Skin hunger. I mean, yeah, snugs, hell yeah, but like I'm not like if I can't snug my friend like, like let me put it this way. People were saying that, like, oh, if you wouldn't be able to, like, hug or snuggle people, I wouldn't go to a furry con. Like, because of COVID, specifically, not because of, like, con rules or something. If a con made rules where you couldn't hug people, fuck that. But in terms of, like, you know, keeping yourself safe from COVID, like, would you still visit your friends but, like, keep your distance and wear a mask? And my answer to this, how fucking yeah. I would hang out with my friend if, if it was reasonable and safe. And I've had, met some people who are like, well, if I can't hug them, then I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Is that the only thing you get out of hanging out with people like snugs are important but i feel like i could also like go out to eat and play video games and take a walk but you get the skin hungries i do but i'm just saying that like there's multiple hunger aspects for the flesh. to you know your hunger for the flesh <laughs> i love that they clicked on skin hungries and brought me to another article that wasn't mean to be touch starved <laughs> it's definitely a thing But it was like, humans are wired to be touched from birth until the day we die. This is another article. Our need for physical contact retains being touch starved, also known as skin hunger, or touch <laughs> deprived, uh, deprived, occurs when a person experiences little to no touch from other living things. For example, France was found to be the most touchy feely places, while the US appeared to be at the very bottom of the list. <laughs> Well, this is due to the rise of technologies or fear of being touched being used as appropriate, inappropriate or simple cultural factors. No one is sure. But studies have found that missing out on human touch can often have serious and long-lasting effects. You know what I think two of the biggest psychological issues in Western culture are? 
American uh, Western tundra, or like uh, Euro? Um, probably leaning more towards America, yeah. Okay. But but all, but Western culture in general, um, as well, somewhat. Um, I feel like the two biggest things are not getting touched enough physically by other people or being able to touch other people. That's one big thing. Yeah. That leads to depression and isolation and everything like that. And then the second thing is um. Fuck. Damn it! Unable I just to lost snug it. your friends. No, no. Um. Um, okay. Let me start over. The the first thing is not being able to, um, I don't remember. I lost it. I'm sorry. Not being able to touch your... No, has nothing to do with physical. Okay. Um, actually, no, it does. Okay. Not being able to touch people enough and not moving enough. Uh. Like, I have to go on walks, like, several times a day, as you know, because you yeah. always come with me. Yeah. But, like, there are some people who literally just do not move. My comfort is a padded room. With no windows. See, I would want a safe space like that, but I wouldn't necessarily no, want to be in there. Space. What? It's not my safe space. It's not your safe space? No. Oh, and what is it? Safe space is, I don't like the term safe space. Yeah, safe space is a legit thing. That's where, your space where you feel you can be yourself, that you are the safest. I find that to be personal space. Uh, I, huh. yeah, uh, yeah, personal safe space are usually this one and the same. I like the term safe space. Okay, well, whatever. They're both legit terms, and they both usually coincide with one another. I like personal space. Okay, good for you. you. personal space. I'm just okay. Confirming my differences. Does it only apply to sensual touch? Definitely not. Any, of any or all positive touch is considered beneficial. Losing out on workplace handshakes, friendly hugs, or pats on the back can result in feelings of touch starvation. And then you have the skin hunger. It's like a disease. I mean, there are people who feel so isolated because no one has touched them in such a long time that they kill themselves. That's like a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it does not relate to sensual touching, such as holding hands, foot rubbing too. Ew, foot rubbing. I hate feet. Oh, I love rubbing my feet against your feet, Paradox. I don't really care for that. Oh, really? I think it's cute. I mean, it's okay. I don't mind it. I'm just saying it's not like... I don't depend on it. Yeah. Just Scientists have found things. that nerve endings called the C-tactile efferents exist to recognize any form of gentle touch. In fact, according to a 2017 study, this is what I laughed so hard at, there is an ideal touching speed, which is between three and five centimeters per second. <laughs> Wait, three to five centimeters per second. So that's like about that much. You're half, maybe one three to, to, one, three to five. It'd be about this much. Three to five centimeter. Yeah, it would be about this much. Oh, no, centimeter is like yay big, about half an inch. Anyway, you'd move about that distance in one second. So it'd be like this. Don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> three to five centimeters per second. So one, two, three. Like, I don't think they're talking about the the actual embrace. I think they're just talking about like the speed. It's at touching which you speed. Yeah. No, no, just like stroking no, speed. The like, stroking speed of the, yeah, the like, touch. Like You've already made contact with the surface. Now the touch oh. speed needs to be three to five centimeters per second. So like, like this, this, this is not a good touch. <laughs> this is a good. Touch. That's too like, fast. Like this. I, I actually disagree with that. <laughs> It's not ideal. Okay, that's a good boy putt. 
Yeah, like, it's a good, yeah, good, good point. Good yeah, point. But you, that can only last so long. It, it can only last maybe 30 seconds. Are you but saying I can only be a good boy for a temporary no, amount of time? No. What the fuck? I can only reward you for being a good boy for a certain amount of time. I Says can't. who? <laughs> I will be gladly rewarded of being a good boy 24-7. You want to be pet like this for like an hour straight? Oh. <laughs> okay. This is another link to ideal. What's the ideal touching surface area then? It's a plus one journal for the ideal touching speed. This, this is a legit study where people were rubbed. <laughs> Please sit in this I think chair. matters more than the speed at which you rub somebody is the fact that you are both like consenting to it. And CT whatever. optimal velocities is one to ten centimeters <laughs> per second. <laughs> No, Paradox, I think it's about the technique. You know how some furries that you meet that are young and like new to cuddling or like you can tell that they're new to cuddling? I can tell if somebody's not a furry when I cuddle them. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Okay. It's okay. so obvious. And I think I think it's about that. Like, there are <laughs> techniques graphs. that are involved. Can you just please pull this up? There are graphs. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay. So this is this is a gym. <laughs> wow. That's detailed. This is a detailed journal. Wait, wait, wait. What does it say at the bottom? So three centimeter per second, one stroke, thirty centimeter per second, one stroke, and thirty centimeter per second with ten strokes and Mean IBI change score. So I, I guess I. Do you know what IBI stands for? Oh, there's a lot of data in here, though. You go back, it'll tell you. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of. It's pretty neat, actually, that they correlated all that. I might actually read through this. <laughs> this is why you like touch and the correct touching speeds. Don't over speed. The speed limit of touch has been established. Write you a ticket for going too fast <laughs> on cuddle speed. <laughs> Your touch speed is over the <laughs> posted recommended amount. I would prefer if you slowed your roll. <laughs> Take that down a half notch. <laughs> Bring that down about two centimeters per second and we got we good. <laughs> One block equals there's a block, arrest, a block, arrest. Baseline relaxation, jitter speed. <laughs> jitter speed? <laughs> I love this. I love science. <laughs> I love how I got to that article from two other articles. So it, was just, it wasn't even the original article I was reading. <laughs> Let me go back to the hungries. The skin hunger has become a struggle. Just like our regular hunger reminds us that we're not getting enough to eat, skin hunger is the recognition that we're not getting enough touch in our lives. Professor Corey Floyd of the University of Arizona's Department of Communications said in a statement, many people these days recognize that as a miss of getting hugs or they miss being touched. And it's maybe the one thing technology hasn't really figured out yet, how to give us touch yet. 
Floyd's latest research published in the Communication of Monographs suggests the extent to which women may be feeling the effects of skin hunger is partially influenced by genetics. By study, 464 pairs of adult twins, half identical, half fraternal, the researchers determined that in women, their variability of affectionate behavior could be explained 45% of the time by their heredity and 55% of the time by their environmental influence, i.e. relationships, life experiences, and the media. In men, however, affectionate behavior was not seen to be any little bit hereditable. <laughs> so it's entirely based on how you grow up? Now, women have heritable... Uh, Urges. Wait, it was heredit wait, what do they hereditary. mean by hereditary? Hereditary genetic. is like genetics, right? So we're so they're saying that it's not genetic and instead it's how you grow up or something, or it's just random? Because 45% of hereditary and 55% environmental influences in women. Okay. However, in men, there was no affliction to, to So it's like a, it's like a nature versus nurture kind of thing. No, it's sexes. So, men don't have Well, right, I know. But I'm saying the difference between one and the other is in nature versus nurture, right? With, with women, right? Women, has, it's like almost equal split. It's between... almost equal split. And men, it's entirely... It has nothing nurture. to do... It's entirely nurture. nurture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. These differences are assessed by getting participants in a rank of series of statements relating to their affection levels. In genetics, where <laughs> to not play a role, fraternal twins who share 50% of their genetic material and identical twins who share 100% should be expecting to have the equally similar score assuming very similar upbringings. Wait, but I don't get it. Like, I didn't grow up being cuddly or snuggly, but I desire it. Everyone I, desires it. Right, but this article says men's behavior was not seen to be heritable, so it's saying that it's based on how I grew up. It could be just random, like, your personality and, like, the way that you get close to people that you know. Mm. You know what I mean? It could, it could be tied more to like, I don't know. See, that's like, what I'm interested in Nobody taught me to cuddle. That is what I'm interested in knowing is like, why are some people more snuggly than others? Mm. And this is interesting that it's it doesn't seem to be genetic, at least in males, which is interesting, but. Why this is yet to be, why this is yet to be a case. Sorry. Similar scores than female fraternal twins. But the research found that the pairs of identical twin females had more similar scores than the female fraternal twins. Why, was, why wasn't this the case for men has yet to be fully explained, but Floyd notes that the previous research indicates that, on average, men express a lot less affection overall. Well, yeah, but that doesn't affect us because we're furries. Hmm. So you're not men? No, I mean, that, uh, that issue is uh, generally a cultural issue, and furries don't have a lot less of that issue. There's still a lot furry. of furries that don't want to be touched. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the expression, expressing emotion. I guess. At least with everybody I know, I would say that that's less of a thing. Like, compared to the kinds of people I grew up around and versus furries, furries are way more like, yeah. I don't know. When we measure people's tendency to be affectionate and be receiving affection from other people, almost without exception, we find that women score a lot higher than men, Floyd explained. There is some speculation that the affectionate behavior is more healthy and supportive for women than it is for men, and that it helps women to manage the side effects of stress more than it does for men. <laughs> it reduces stress in women, but it can increase stress in men. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, human biology is funny. 
pointing to that there may be partially why women are more likely than men to inherit the tendency to behave that way rather than the tendency of simply being a product of their environment. So yeah, you're basically an entirely a product of your environment, Mariske. If you're a man. Yeah. Yeah, your environment dictates you be cuddly. So therefore you are cuddly. Well, I don't you're know. in furry fandom. You, yeah, basically, your environment. I, I guess, but like, I, no, I was snuggly before I was a furry, though. And I had desires to get cuddled when I was in grade ten, not being involved in the furry fandom that much. Like, I remember almost like slightly snuggling my bros, and they were slightly uncomfortable with it, but I was happy. But then your environment still changed to the point where now. Well, keep in yeah, mind, as people are saying I, in chat. Just because you didn't grow up that way, like from your parents, doesn't mean that it isn't a developed trait, though. Right. Traits can develop from all kinds of things, not necessarily like your parents or even the people you're around. It could just be your environment. Yeah, other it's, things. Every, every part of you is your environment. True. Everything that's not your genetic code is environment. Mm. So all of your past, like. Kaiwana, maybe this is this just a straight person thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they gotta mention the uh, their sexualities in the study. Not that there aren't queer people who aren't snuggly, but just that, like... Yeah, it, it, would, it would actually be nice if they mention, uh, uh, questioned if they're heterosexual or homosexual or bisexual. It, it would be... Or, or gender neutral. Yeah. I'd be very interested in that. The split between hereditary and environmental influences, I'm sure there's already a study for that. I'm sure you could search it on Plus. The split between hereditary and environmental influence, however, is not suggested to be exact same in every woman, Floyd points out, nor are your genes limits to your affection levels. Our genes are simply predisposed us to certain kinds of behaviors. That doesn't automatically mean we're going to actually engage in those behaviors, Floyd said, and it doesn't mean that we have no control over them either. Nonetheless, these predisposed to be huggers may be finding physical distancing particularly challenging in lieu of human contact, which says that people should pet their animals, cuddle a pillow, or practice self-massage. <laughs> None of these seem perfect substitutes, Floyd said, but when, we, when being able to hug or hold hands with our loved ones isn't feasible or safe for us, we need to resort to these things for better than the nothing. All right, well, there we go. So do you have the skin hungries? I always do. More queer peer reviews. <laughs> There's another report from this. But if you don't particularly like being touched, can you still be touch-starved? Some people closely link touch with trust. If they don't trust a person, they're unlikely to want that person to touch them. But that doesn't mean that they don't long for the benefits of a hug or a handshake, nor does this mean to apply to everyone. Not liking touch is sometimes reported by people on the neurodiverse uh, spectrum and those who identify as asexual. <laughs> Fitting. Although I know snuggly asexual people, too. Mm. Yeah, that's snuggly like. But there's also, I wonder if, I wonder if that is cued in on the term aromantic as well, though, because there's a difference between asexual and aromantic, and I would bet that yeah, the not being touched thing is probably more aromantic than. Well, maybe not. I don't know. And also, yeah, Riley reminds asexuality is not the absence of sexual desire; it's just the absence of sexual attraction. Yeah. Like, I'm still a hugger. Like, 
Do you think you do the hugs out of courtesy, though? Well, it, says, it could also be results of childhood experiences. In 2012, the study published in Comprehensive Psychology found that people whose parents were regularly huggers were more likely to hug people an adult. <gasps> my parents. My, I've, my parents hugged. It's all my parents do. So, like, I literally grew up, like, people would be handshake. I was like, no, nah, brother's got a hug. <laughs> Riley says, I'd consider liking, disliking snarks a different attribute. Yeah, perhaps. Like, I think I've seen my parents kiss like four times ever in my life. If that shows anything. Failing to experience frequent positive touch as a child may also affect the development of the vagus nerve. Hmm. Uh, oxytocin system and damaging intimacy and social skills, although this isn't really true for everyone. How do you know if you're st if you're skin hungered? Skin hungered is a dumb term. <laughs> and that should be overly lonely or deprived of affection. You might feel feelings of depression, anxiety, stress, low relationship satisfaction, difficulty sleeping, <laughs> sleeping, and a tendency to avoid secure attachments. You may also subconsciously do things like simulate touch, like taking long hot baths or showers, or wrapping up in blankets, or even holding onto a pet. V vintage links in chat says a snuggle. For your loved ones, give them plenty of positive touch. This can range from gentle strokes on the determined speed factor to the full-on cuddling a few times a day. Avoid associating touch with negativity. Don't pinch or push or do anything that takes away the good feeling vibes of physical contact. Let children be close to you as soon as, soon as often as possible, allowing your child to sit on your lap or gently massage the baby. They found them to behave the same way later in their lives. It is kind of weird. I, I have, like heard of and seen parents who like don't touch their kids at all and it's like that's kind of it's kind of what freaky. can you do to help satiate your skin hunger <laughs> try out massage spend some quality time with animals get your nails done <laughs> visit the hair salon learn to dance go to a cuddle party yes these are real and no they're not strange as they sound I mean, literally, a furry con. Yeah. But how do normies find cuddle party? You can also try enlisting a help of a professional cuddler instead. I actually had a high school friend who was a professional cuddler. Really? Yeah, got paid like $20 an hour. Wow. <laughs> or more. Fucking Probably hate more. my job. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking professional cuddler. <laughs> Touch all these damn people. But you don't like touches. I know. I said I hate my job. <laughs> How'd you get in it? Pays well. <laughs> what did you go to school for? Cuddling. Professionally. <laughs> Started with wrestling, but then it got a lot softer. <laughs> you search professional cuddler on Google. No. I want to know if there's any local... <laughs> I mean, if you can hire somebody for sex, I would assume you can hire somebody to No, that's cuddle. illegal. That's prostitution. Not if you film it. Loophole? <laughs> okay. My point is, you can hire somebody for sex. I'm sure you can hire somebody to cuddle. As long you. as that cuddler doesn't go below your belt. <laughs> no cuddling below the belt. I mean, you can cuddle below the belt. I I'm saying, like, 
no hensies in the pensies. Depends on the person. See, I, they're very intertwined for me. But yeah. I, but I'm lucky that most of my friends are the same way. So, like, I'm, you know. <gasps> you can get a professional cuddler certification? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm getting that. I feel like furries would get that really easily. Yeah, just have a panel. Become a professional cuddler by being certified as a cuddlist. <laughs> cuddlist. <laughs> cuddlist. <laughs> that sounds negative to me. Like I don't know how that would really work, though, because half of the appeal of cuddling to me is, like, the it's, emotional... It's called cuddlist.com. It's, <laughs> like, it has to do with, like, the time that I'm spending with that person. Yep. And, like, the emotional, like, the, the intimacy that I'm getting. Because, like, to me... Cuddling and sex both are catalysts to achieve intimacy. That's mm -hmm. the way I see it. Yeah. And intimacy is what I actually want. Yeah. Sex is just a way of getting there, and in and cuddling is a way of getting there. Yeah, I gave you and, a link. And so for me, it's like, I don't know if I could, like, cuddle some person that's just being paid to cuddle me, because it just doesn't feel... I gave you a link. Do you want to be a professional... Do you want to, do you want to be this your job? You can, you can be a professional cuddler. You can get certified. Can you just get the certification and not actually use it, just to have it hanging in your room? <laughs> cuddle is training. What do you get trained in? Make money doing what you love. <laughs> Inclusivity is important to us. Um, it's actually... I can see it being positive for certain people with mental... Well, no, like... Um, it's only $149 to get a certificate in cuddle training? Cuddlist membership. Get your cuddling profile listed on cuddlist.com. Huh. Wait, can you, wait, go, let's Find go to, a cuddlist. No, can you go to enroll the training? I don't know how for reason become a cuddlist. I'm waiting for the website to load. Oh, here it is. Enroll in our training. You probably have to log in. Co-founder and creator. Co-founder and creator of the... Uh, what are we about to watch here? I'm Madeline Guinazzo. Co-founder and creator. I just want my certification. <laughs> Founded along with my business partner Adam Lippin. Cuddlist is a training program and a community of professional support and standards in the newly emerging field of professional cuddling. The core of what we do is to train people to master the ability to be aware of their own wants and needs so that they can show the way for others to do the same. Professional cuddling requires exquisite attention to one's own state while being sensitive to another's. It requires the ability to create safety, respect, and trust. We live in a world that is starving for this type of connection. Many people in our culture suffer from the effects of stress. There was the um, documentary on the anxiety. bunny thing that was in Vegas, the prostitution thing. Yeah. And a lot of their clientele were literally people that just wanted to be cuddled. Hmm. Is they it, didn't want sex. They literally just... The, am I the only person that... This makes complete sense to me. Oh, no. It makes sense for me, too. Yeah. Like, I totally get it. I don't know why you need... Like, I like the fact that you need certification for it. Uh, no, no, I, th I think it has to be cultural shift, not capitalist <laughs> solution. Well, I, I think huh. the, the training thing, I think, is more just like... Um, learning how to, for, it's, it's like a safety thing as well. Like because if you're CPR. just going to randomly cuddle people, <laughs> not, not necessarily CPR. 
<laughs> you cuddlest. But like, um, like you yeah. uncertified cuddlest. <laughs> you are both uncertified. <laughs> How dare you cuddle in this house? But I without guess- your certification. But it's like, uh, or maybe you can compare it to like sexual education that you get from school. You know, how to understand I never got a certificate partner. for that. <laughs> but how to understand your partner better. I never so got a certificate. I think it, it mainly comes down to like learning how to address consent, like having like a, a like steps that you can memorize to make sure that you're making a person. What's the next step in the training? Like you, it was just a video, no, and then you, know, you have to that, sign up. What was the start? You have to sign up for their website. I know. I just want to know what, what did you sign up for. What? what you to have to log in. You have to make an account. Oh, you clicked on it? Yes. That was what it was here. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to... <laughs> you know what? Um, When did you guys start your sexual education in school? Like, what grade were you in? Uh, middle school. So it would have been... Which in, which in the U.S. is sixth grade. Okay, about the same. Seven or eight. What if you started it out with cuddling education from like grade five and you upgraded to sexual education the next grade? In high school, that would have worked. In middle school, it never would have worked. Like, because middle school... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Do you think a middle schooler could cuddle up to someone without doing something stupid? Yeah. Okay, yeah, in, yeah. in high school, yeah. I think it might be a good... Yeah, just think about that for... Because like... Because like it might actually give a good solution for asexual people who feel out of the I think the room m- in the sexual health education. I feel like we're getting distracted by the word cuddle. I think what's more important is how to interact and be close with people and touch people physically while making sure that they are comfortable and consenting yeah. and is something that is mutually agreed upon. I think well, that's what's sexual. Most imp- what? It's not supposed to be sexual. I feel like that's that still a thing with cuddling. You still have to like consent to being but touched I, and to be around and to make sure that that yeah, person it's not, is comfortable. It's not sexual. Yeah, but I, I, What's I, your, what do you mean it's not se- no shit it isn't sexual. So what? <laughs> being fresh to cuddler. It's not like a professional prostitute. No, I still think that if you're going to be doing But it I often, wish there was certification for prostitution. That'd be pretty cool. <sighs> like you have your certified prostitutes and your uncertified <laughs> ones. I'm on. <laughs> I would rather go to a certified prostitute. <laughs> she went through her I, schooling. <laughs> I know you're joking, le- fake, but I, I don't think it's a you're saying you want to go to because, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, certification is always good. <laughs> Look at Cisco, <laughs> how, how they've existed for years. How many Cisco certifications do you have, Paradox? Several. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. how many sexual certifications do you have? <laughs> Zero! <laughs> but he's got years of experience under his belt. See, but that's the problem. He's not certified. <laughs> yeah, and half of what I do at my job has nothing to do with my Cisco certification. Yeah, and half the people are doing things in sex has something to do with sexual certification. You know, Faye, Faye, I, I know you're saying it out of joke, but I think for progressive countries, it wouldn't be a bad system to have like some sort of education system for sexual sex industry market, whatever you call it. And for me, it comes down to it's not about sex. It's not about cuddling. It's just in general. Yeah. Being close to people. Yeah. I still want my certification to give drugs to animals. <laughs> okay. Because I want to still give LSD to octopuses. What? And that's only a two year certification. <laughs> Okay, Faye, that's a waste of two years. No, because then I can legally get drugs <laughs> to give oh. them to animals. So you can get horse tranquilizers? 
and give them to turtles. Uh, it's not to do, it's to study animals on drugs. Okay. That's what the certification is for. Because there's scientists that gets paid big money to give LSD to octopuses and then study the results. Would it be octopi? It would be octopi at that point. They'd be octahi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just got the joke. <laughs> <sighs> intimacy intimacy certification yeah i like that idea instead of um or intimacy because people in chat are, are saying that the thing that makes them uncomfortable is that you're always tying cuddling into sex even though often they are together yeah first of all you can have sex without cuddling and you can also have cuddling without sex and obviously some people like one and not the other and and etc 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 and obviously depending on the situation of the person so I do agree, yeah. It would basically just be an intimacy certification. Like, right. how to... And, um... It, like, almost like a learning how to consent, yeah. I feel like, is what it is. Because, like, what if... Because school sexual education systems was based on procreation, and school wanted to edu educate about that. Whereas, if you change it into intimacy class, I think it would be more inclusive and more, you know, more utilizable for everyone yeah i feel like or like just in general the idea of helping people like um because like i feel i feel like a confusing thing in life is understanding like what love is and what relationships are yeah and stuff like that and so then, you need a love certification <laughs> and no one's really around to help you with that except sometimes your parents maybe but a lot of times parents are bad at explaining that or yeah. Sometimes kids grow up in a really shitty household where their parents are having a divorce anyway. Yeah. So it's like... Actually, I think it should be like the SCTE program where there's like 10 different, like five or six different courses as you go up. So they have like tech one, tech two. There's like sex one, sex two. Then there's like the kinks. <laughs> then there's like the extremes. Then there's like bondage and stuff. And then there's like back to like softer play. I don't know. I don't know how the sex certification would work. There's a lot to cover. There's multiple classes there. I feel like the relationships one would be kind of a big thing. Like, not not necessarily like giving you a definite answer, right? Because like you got to be careful with stuff like that yeah. too. Like, there's definitely you don't want to define, you know, what relationship. You also have a penetrable class too, so you'd have to know which angles. Because you could still break your dick. Hmm. Little known fact. If you watch Sex Brought Me to the ER, you can fracture a penis. Yeah, I know. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever fractured your penis? No. I know because you've talked about it before. It's a scary thought. And there's no bone in the human penis. So it's calling it a fracture is kind of weird. There are bondage certifications. Actually, that is a thing. But that, that I would assume, has more to do with, like, safety... Oh, and rope certification, like pure, pure safety. Breakup certification. I don't know. Well, I think. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I, I'm this saying this as a we're joke. We're getting to the point where it's almost just counseling yeah. and not necessarily. Yeah, not you don't have to categorize everything into like certification. You just just having some sort of education or having support line around yeah, these say, human interaction would be beneficial for modern some kind of Western acknowledgement society. of it. Because I yeah. think that's the problem. Is a lot of times like our like. 
other than acknowledging that marriage is a thing, yeah. society as a whole, again, you know, when you have friends and when you have parents, right, you assume that it fills in the gaps, but it doesn't always. Yeah, and I feel like in general, the systems of society don't really acknowledge the way that people yeah. get close and connect. Because, like, those health classes ta taught me about, like, oh, how do I have safe sex? You know, how do I have consent? Hey, yeah, th those are good. But, like, those classes never taught us, like, how to solve conflicts that you will have in a r typical relationship and how to resolve issues or how to talk it out and how to how to feel okay knowing that things are not going to work out yeah because like some people just cling on to it i remember when i was in uh i think it was uh i forget if it was health class or like one of my political classes i suggested uh because some person was like well, how are they with this person if they broke up with this person and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. They could be polyamorous. And everybody laughed. And I was like, that. Not later, Chavis. I step away for a minute and you make some food and you come back to you all researching my dream career. <laughs> anyway. Are you a cuddler's union? Are you guys ready to call it a night? I'm ready. I'm ready to call it a night. Oh, you don't want to know about the one about the racist AI? I really don't care. Over a thousand experts called it out. I hope that everybody is safe and cozy, and also I hope that everybody does get to enjoy the virtual Anthrocon stream, because that's going to be interesting. We've never done it before, and uh, we're going to try, so I hope that works out good, and I hope, especially, there should be lots of dancing for suited. We'll, we'll try to make it fun, and there's a bunch of events scheduled that'll be published in public in a few days, so, so that should be funny. Colors Union, Strotetta suggestion. Anyway, I've been your host, Paradox Red Wolf. No show next week because of the Anthrocon thing. And I've been your Tiger Mariski. Fox. You are the only fox. You've no. been the only fox in the show for a while. When's the last time we had a fox in the show? Oh, there a long time. How have we managed that? I feel like there's a lot of foxes. It's Kale. Oh, yeah. Well, Kale was around. Was Kale on? Yeah, Kale was on when Bull his, had his stupid, like, green thing. Oh, that's right. Face. Okay, Kale was on for that. That's right. I have a large territory. <laughs> anyway. I've been your host, Paradox Red Wolf. Stay tuned for the post show. We might take some phone calls and stuff like that. And we'll see you in two weeks. Oh.